I've spoken to you, but I've never, I've never even like spoken to you where I've seen your face. <laughs> so this is really nice for me and a chance to get to know you a bit better. So not just me, but also everyone else who'll be watching this and who'll be seeing this. Yeah. yeah. yeah so it's it's really to nice to put the faces to the names. Yes. Exactly. I'm like, is that Michelle? Is that <laughs> it ain't. It ain't. <laughs> I'm Michelle, you're Hannah. <laughs> Anna, what's up, uh, Ingramel? Super confusing. <laughs> yeah, how are you guys doing? We good. Yeah, we good. So, how you been faring at the moment in your lockdown? Um, well, just like everybody else, trying to adjust to the new normal and just adapt. I feel like in the beginning, everyone was in such a rush to keep the the normal, you know just stay busy, try to be distracted. And amongst, with all that happening, I just wanted to just stop for a moment and just let things fall into place. And it's been good. It's, it's, it's not been an easy process adapting, but we're adapting as much as we can. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely right. I mean, I don't know about you as well, but it did feel like you had this pressure to to very much so jump on the bandwagon and, and get your life together in a very short amount of time. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. people were working out, making banana loaves on Instagram. <laughs> They're trying to figure out what is happening in the world. And yeah. other people just seem like they're always 10 steps ahead of you. And it's just been amazing because it's, it's taught me to just find my own pace in the midst of all of that. And it's, it's really been great. It's been an adjustment. Yeah. Mm. And then to change the, the topic slightly, because I was looking over your profile on our website the other day when I was going to put you forward for a suggestion. Um, and I saw that it was something along the lines of like Miss World or, or Miss Zimbabwe or something. And I was wondering if you could <laughs> tell me about that. <laughs> oh, wow. That is like what, five years ago? <laughs> When I, I still had the energy. <laughs> <laughs> was it Miss Was it Miss Zimbabwe? No, it was Miss Earth Zimbabwe. Miss Earth Zimbabwe, that is so cool. <laughs> yeah, it it was a cool time. I won Miss Earth in Zim in 2016. Had the pleasure of touring the world and just basically living the life of a model, and it was a really great phase that taught me a lot. What I loved about the pageant really that's different from a lot of pageants is that it's an empowerment pageant. It's much more than just showcasing beauty all over the world. It's about women who are really after making a difference and specifically in the environment. So it focuses on you being an ambassador of the environment, making sure you're working hand in hand with your country councils, world councils, and making sure that we are taking care of this earth a little bit better for the next generations and such an amazing and fulfilling journey really that's, that's amazing cool. i recently um i was reading something it was it wasn't reading something i actually saw in your status that you earned that um distinguished toastmasters award yes dude it took me five years <laughs> I mean, this is just the beginning in Cremel. Like that is just um, really, it is like literally the beginning of 
um, doors being opened. And I feel like it's exciting. When I, I actually didn't even know what it was. And when Jacques told me, about it, I'm like, what? That is incredible. So um, can you briefly tell us, number one, how that made you feel? And I know you just mentioned right now, five years and whatever, but how did that make you feel? And what, what are the next steps from... Like after this, what are you, what are your plans? Like, what are you doing with your whole speaking business as well? What's going on? It made me feel so amazing. There are not a lot of things I've worked really hard for in my life, to be honest. That award took me five years to achieve. It, it, it's the same feeling I felt, I think, when I got my first educational degree. It took me four years to accomplish a degree. And just the feeling of, I did that. That accomplishment was all my work, my sweat for years. What I loved about it is that it's an award that doesn't come with any, any remuneration. You don't get anything out of it. It's, a, it's an award you get for improving yourself. Meaning for five years, I committed to working on myself with no reward, without expecting my parents to tip me off and say, well done, no tap on the shoulder. It's just you helping yourself and making yourself a phenomenal speaker and world-class leader. And just for me to commit to something for that long for five years and finally accomplish that award, it was such a phenomenal feeling. I can't even begin to explain to you. It made me realize that it's up to me if I want to choose to accomplish anything. It's not about how long it takes. It's not about how difficult it is because it was really difficult, but I achieved it. And whenever I look at that achievement and I cannot wait for that DTM plaque to arrive home, <laughs> I just look at it and think I committed to something that no one asked me to commit to, no one needed me to commit to. And it was amazing. And maybe just to give a bit of background to what the DTM award is for people who might not know is that it's an award you get from an organization called Toastmasters. So as a speaker, I'm always looking for opportunities to continue sharpening my skill, testing out my material, and just staying locked into the practice ground. Toastmasters is a safe environment where you come and present speeches, connect with speakers in the industry and just better yourself. When you are in Toastmasters, you win several different awards. Like if you manage to give 10 speeches, you receive what's called the Com Competent Communicator Award. So I achieved that. I achieved the Communicator Silver Award, the Communicator Gold Award, until 45 speeches later, I achieved the Distinguished Toastmaster Award. So that means 45 speeches later, I was confirmed a Distinguished Toastmaster, which is incredible effort, if I should say. It's amazing. We're, we're very happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Wow, in your, in your speaking journey, like what's... What are you doing? What's going on? Because we're in such a new time right now, a lot of people are looking for people to help them to understand how to adapt, to understand how to go forward. And I've basically, my speaking career, submitted myself in this moment to just become a student, 
So just learn around what is happening, how to navigate around it so that I can be able to give people a blueprint about it as well. I've just recently discovered the study of essentialism. I think when you guys called me, you heard I was listening to this amazing podcast. And yeah. it, it teaches about identifying the essential things in life. And I feel like this is something we all need to learn at the moment. Like I was saying, there's so much happening. You don't know what to do. I think and the part you didn't hear is um, I was just summarizing to say that right now in my speaking career, I've just submitted myself as a student so I can be able to teach. They say you can't teach without learning first. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great way to live. And then I wanted to, to kind of ask you, obviously, as women, we're all, we're all women <laughs> in, this, in this safe circle. If you have any, any advice for women at the moment, because obviously it's a bit of a tumultuous time. A lot of things are getting called out and, and we try to speak about it more and make it more of an open conversation. Do you have any like thoughts? I mean, even if not addressing it directly, but ways that women can progress in a better space in terms of mental health? I think one thing I can say to them that I say to myself every single morning or what my mom reminds me when I'm in that place really of that um, mental crush is that you're stronger than you, you have any idea of. You're much stronger than you think and you can push through. This is a trying time, but trying times are not given to people who cannot fight through them. And therefore, when you find yourself in a plunge and you're at your lowest, there's no other way to go except to go up and you have to fight through it. You know, I didn't grow up in the best of circumstances when I was growing up in my childhood. For a lot of people who grew up in my case, they always say that we didn't know we were, we were not in a good space because of the environment we're in and we're shielded. But also one thing that I've taken away from my childhood is that we were always fighting. My mom raising me by herself was always fighting and therefore it's one thing that I've learned throughout my, from my grandmother, from my mom. And it's the one thing that I know best. Whenever I find myself pushed against a wall, you bet yourself I'm fighting out of there. And therefore, I think the best advice I can give anyone is that fight for your life, really, because nobody's going to do it for you. Fight mm -hmm. out of there. If people put your back against the wall, move, push forward and just fight it out. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah. It's beautiful. And I think as well, that there's this beautiful video I saw this other day that said, you don't have to be productive today. That's where a lot of our mental issues are coming from. You don't have to be busy. If you're feeling down, run a bubble butt, eat a chocolate cake, just relax and try not to think too much and just allow things to just fall into place and then move. It's good for your mental health. Mm. I see. That's amazing. What would you say is your biggest weakness? Like maybe no one even knows about it. It can be chocolate, wine, um, a guy with a six pack muscles, or I don't know. It can be anything. What is like your biggest weakness? It, does it have to be something physical? Because it sounds yeah, like you're. <laughs> no, it doesn't have to be. Uh, I think it's letting go. Once I have my mind set on something, 
it's it's going to be hard for you to talk me out of it and say, Incremele, just let it go. It's fine. If I'm set on something, if I'm set on achieving something, I will push past. And once I have momentum, nothing can stop me. And sometimes I have pushed past in situations that were really bad for me and insisted on things that were not good for me. And I think for me, that is my weakness, which can be a good thing, thing sometimes, but not always. So I need to learn to just, you know, just step back a little bit and be okay with things going the way they go. Mm. And you, Hannah? It's my biggest weakness. biggest weakness? Yeah. I think accepting change. Yeah. I don't like change. It scares me. A lot. A lot of people, yeah. I, get, I get very caught up in my routine. It's my safety net. <laughs> and it's, it's the, the cool thing is that I'm very aware of it. So like I'm yeah. aware that it's, it's something that I need to work on and I need to push yeah. myself to step out of my comfort zone. Mm. And you, Michelle? Oh, what weaknesses? <laughs> weaknesses. <laughs> it's not about me. It's about the women. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, no weaknesses. I've got a lot. I'd rather not share. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Absolutely. It's a long list. Yeah, true. <laughs> you want to ask your crown question? I know you do. Michelle, Michelle always asks, if you were a crayon, crayon question, yes. what color would <laughs> you be? And <laughs> Is it your color? Any specific meaning to it or just because you love pink? Because I love pink. It's, it's a widely celebrated color. It's also used as a symbolism to fighting an awareness against cancer. It's a phenomenal color that has been used to symbolize a lot of really important feminine issues and also color that's been associated with weakness but I feel like people don't really understand pink I love pink because it is boldly beautifully unapologetically female accomplishing and just really an amazing and calming color that we all love and pink with without a shadow of doubt amazing I love it it's cool. I love yeah. it too. Nice. Do you have any more specific questions that you want to mm, ask? I got one. Okay. So what have you missed the most since lockdown? Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> I have to tread carefully here because I might divulge <laughs> information. You're free. No that judgment here. <laughs> well, Usually on Sundays or Saturdays, I'm sure you know Mbali, the speaker yeah. and mayor. We're very, very close, the three of us. We usually meet and have a drink or two or tea or coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and I really miss those, those sessions because they are my girls and we have created this beautiful tribe where we just meet, connect and pour it out and just help each other. And it's not been easy. It's, it feels different over a call than it does in person. And I really, really miss that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I don't think I have. Nah, I don't. Nothing. I have anything more. It was really nice to, to be able to, to chat to you face to face. <laughs> hopefully we can do another one sometime soon yes hopefully absolutely this was really fun it was it's nice always touching base and catching up
Yeah. yeah. True. Thanks, Incremella. Thank you, friend. Thank you, guys. <laughs> 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 Bye. Jazz hands. <laughs>